Welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, where we are changing the aging narrative. I'm your host, Joanne Newadak, and I'm thrilled to bring you stories that matter and celebrate your place in the world. As an advocate for lifelong learning, health, and women's empowerment, I believe it's never too late to live the life you've always imagined. Through lively and informative interviews with inspiring guests, we'll explore a wide range of topics relevant to our global sisterhood of vibrant, inquiring women just like you. Join me for today's episode and let's start changing the aging narrative together. Hello and Happy New Year. It is 2024 and I am wishing you all the best for this new year. My last episode, I did some personal reflection on 2023 and I shared personally what was going on with me and I gave you some prompting questions. I really hope that you took the time to reflect on that year. It's really important to to look at where we were, what we did, the lessons we learned, what were the ups, what were the downs, what were the joys. We need, you know, it's really good to look at all of those at at some point in time. And today is all about looking forward at 2024. And I've written out like a whole bunch of questions. I have like 10 questions here. So we might be doing these in kind of quick succession, but I thought they're ones that are good for us to reflect on and see whether or not do we have a guiding light taking us forward into this new year. And, um, you know, I just want to preface it with we're at an age where we know not everything goes the way we plan. And and that's okay. I mean, life sends us curveballs. We never know when something's going to, you know, the carpet's going to be pulled from under our feet. But that shouldn't stop us from embracing the joy of the new and looking forward and making plans for the new year. So that is what we're going to work on right now. So in no particular order, I've written down some questions that I've wanted to reflect on. So in no particular order, I'm going to ask the question and I highly recommend that you reflect on this as well. Maybe write the question down, do this after, hit pause, write your answer, listen to mine, whatever you want over the next few minutes. So the first question that came to mind for me is what would you like to learn in 2024? You know, I personally am a big proponent of being a lifelong learner. So is there a course you want to sign up for? Is it that you've always wanted to paint or draw and, and you want to take a class for that? Do you want to learn, you know, um, a new language? Do you want to learn, I don't know, I'm running out of things. Do you want to learn a new healing modality? Maybe you want to take Reiki or or an energy medicine or sound therapy. I'm just kind of throwing out there all the different things that I have enjoyed learning. So for myself, what I would like to learn is, um, let me see. Well, first I'm going to preface it where I, I'm just going to put like a little like, yay, celebration here. I have just completed my Eden Energy Medicine Practitioner course. So I've been studying really hard in an intensive course over in 2023, and I just passed my exam so I can bring the energy medicine that I, I use and, and apply it uh, within my practice, my fab health practice. And I'm already getting amazing results with the women I'm working with, whether it's 
bringing about relaxation, making them feel more energized, um, helping them with pain. Like there's just so much that can be done. So that was something I'd learned in 2023. So what I'm looking at is deepening that understanding and furthering my energy work. So that's something I want to learn. Uh, there is some other advanced training that I, I plan on taking in 2024. Did I get my years mixed up before? Anyway, moving forward into 2024. And uh, I would also like to learn, I'm, I would like to learn a specific technique with oils, some aromatherapy. I already work with oils when I do a session, but there's a specific course that I can take for this beautiful aroma touch. And I'd like to be able to offer that as well. So that's something I'd like to learn. Number two, let's move on to number two. What challenges do you see coming up? So we've got something, you know, really positive, but sometimes there's challenges. And so what challenges do I see in 2024? I, um, there's a couple, there's a bit of an ongoing challenge that some of you know about, and I've shared about that. I've had some issues with some migraine and that brings about some vertigo. So I have been healing that tremendously. I've got lots on the go, but I guess the challenge that, you know, it's hard not to go, Oh, I wonder if that's going to flare up again. So that can be a challenge. Uh, but generally, you know, things are going really well right now. So right now I don't have like a huge challenge, you know, like a couple of years ago, my biggest challenge facing me was that my father was unwell and, and we went through, you know, that, that process. So some of you, you know, maybe you already have a big challenge on your plate and, and what is that? So just take a moment to reflect on that. And and it leads into the next question because uh, for number three, it's what support are you going to put in place or have put in place or add on in 2024? Because I know that as women, we're often like, I can just do this, right? We're used to being the caretakers for everyone else, but we don't always get the support we need. And I know that the women that come into my fabulous fresh start and and the fab health programs, they're, they're amazing women. They're women that have just been doing it all. They're powerhouses. And I can feel that emotion in them where they're just like, I need someone to hold my hand for a minute and help me through my health challenge, help me get healthier, help me lose the weight that's, you know, weighing me down, things like that. So, um, the support that I'm putting in place is it's quite a bit because I know for me to be here in front of the camera or the microphone and giving my best to my fab community and my fab health clients is I have to keep myself buoyant. And the way I do that is to get support. So I'm getting support on many levels. So metabolic balance is one of the core elements that I lead women through and, and it helps reset metabolism and help lose weight. Well, we have an amazing new mentor that she's just phenomenal. And even though I've been doing this for several years, I want to learn from her because she's so skilled and I wanted to do a reset for myself just so I'm feeling better and maybe trim off a few new pounds. So I'm taking up this opportunity to be coached by her. We're doing a group coaching of all the coaches and which I think is just amazing. So that's some support I'm getting. The other support that I'm getting is through my ongoing 
uh, either going to be a client for energy medicine and acupuncture and chiropractic. So all of those, so body work, that kind of support. And the other support is just really acknowledging and loving the support that I have within my family and with my wonderful man. So I'm putting those supports in places and knowing I'm worth it. This would have been a very different conversation about 10 years ago. So if you're in the position where you got lots of support, kudos to you. If you're in the position where you're like, I'm on my own, I don't have support, please, please, please know that you're worth it and reach out. If you want, as a a fab community members, you can book in. I offer free consultations where we can sit down and we can talk about where are you now? What kind of support do you need in place? If it's something I offer, I will share that with you. But I also am very happy to just say, this is the support I think you need. And this is where I think you can go and get it so that I give you that kind of support. That's my commitment to this community. All right, let's move on to the next one. The next question I put down is, what do you plan to do in 2024 that is playful or fun? Like what kind of, what gets your joy factor going? What do you like? What makes you feel kind of all juiced up and and ready to take on life? Because I know there's women in our community that you have you have things that are stressful. You might have aging parents or or someone that's dependent on you and you need to be at your best. So what's something fun? For me, I love kayaking. So in the summer, I can look forward to, I get to be on a beautiful mountain lake and go kayaking. That's really fun. Winter, I'm doing less winter sports than I used to. But I must admit, I do like making snow angels. I know that sounds kind of crazy and silly, but I haven't done it yet. And right now it's minus stupid outside. So it is really cold. But I know before the winter's done, at least once, I will get all my gear on and I will probably go on my front lawn and flop down and do a snow angel. So there's lots of different things that are out there for fun. Honestly, a lot of my fun comes from the Fab community, both the online Fab Soul Circle meetings that we have on Tuesday nights for our members or the in-person because I am meeting with incredible women and we have a blast together, whether we're having a party or, you know, we've had Halloween parties, we've had Christmas parties, we've, we've done an 80s party, we've, um, you know, had uh, speakers. Anyway, all of that is just wonderful. What are you doing for fun? The next one I put down was travel. Do you have any exciting travel plans? Now, this travel might be to a different state or province or somewhere else in the country that you live just to visit family, or it might be, you know, a vacation, or it might be traveling around the world. Uh, So I'm super duper pumped because there's some years I don't travel at all. But this year, I have two trips planned. One of them is next month, I'm going to Mexico for a week with my wonderful man where this is truly vacation. This is like, go and hang out on the beach by the pool, relax, have somebody else make our food. So that's really exciting. And I'm super excited that right now, this is a pretty special year for a birthday. And with one of my girlfriends who we've been friends since junior high, 
we have signed up to go to Bali on one of the Babes in Bali trips um, with uh, Kathy Gottfried. She has been over 30 times, I think like more than 35 times to Bali since the 1980s leading women's tours. So I'm super excited. I've wanted to go for many, many years and that will be fall of 2024. So those are my plans. And this is something I literally have been wanting to do for like more than five years, like, I don't know, eight years since I heard about them. Do you have any travel plans or do you have a travel desire? And is there any way that you can make it happen if you haven't done that already? So I think that's really important when you have the opportunity. Number six, creativity. What is your plan to take your creativity and express it? Is it something that you've been hiding away or is it something you do ongoing? One of the cows in our fab soul circle, I love it. Every Tuesday when she shows up, she's painting, she's drawing, she's doing that. She has us off to the side, she's sitting to the side, and but she's participating, but she does her creativity that way and that, that fills her soul. Um, one of the other gals that I know, one of the other women, she took up drawing. She would say, if you, you said a few years ago, she could barely do a stick person, like in her mind. But then she went to a single drawing class. And as she did it, she found that she had this beautiful, natural talent. She does these gorgeous pencil drawings. So they blow me away in paintings. So it doesn't always have to be artistic. Maybe, maybe your creativity is in woodworking or or the way you cook a meal, or your creativity could be in problem solving. Like it, what within you is creative and that you can share with other people. So for me, I always like right from being a teenager, a little girl, my mom taught me to crochet. I've sewed, I've crocheted, I've done all sorts of things, but I have to say in the last decade, I haven't done that much. So in the last little while, I learned, I went online and I learned how to do the hand, um, the big chunky blankets where you're just using your hand. You're not even using the, uh, the knitting needles. And I've made my daughter these really awesome chunky blankets. And then I'm also doing just like a little quilt with a group of women uh, every couple of weeks or so get together and we just take a few hours to do a craft. Because I, I really believe that it's it fills us up. It, I, it, it calms our mind. It's very meditative when we do something like that. And it's super important um, that we have some way to express ourselves. That was missing from my life. So that's why I want to make sure that if there's if it's missing from your life, consider a way you can do it. All right, we're moving on to number seven, self-care. This is a big one. Women often, as I said before, is they are so busy taking care of everybody else that their own self-care can sometimes go by the wayside. Now, what I'm encouraged by is that I find as women get a bit older and in our community, at least the women I hang out with, is they are really learning to do this self-care and, and they are knowing they're worth it. And so I just want to clarify, like, Self-care can be things like the bubble bath or the spa, but those to me are pampering and pampering is one element of self-care. Self-care is bigger. Self-care is how are you nourishing your body? 
How are you nourishing your mind? And how are you nourishing your spirit? And they all need to be harmonized together to really feel at our best. So what are you doing to do that? For me, my self-care are using all the practices I use for my clients, but I use them for myself. I need to practice what I preach. And so on a, um, if we start on a mind, a body level, let's start on body, mind, spirit. On a body level, I follow metabolic balance eating plan. It's what had me lose a good 30 pounds, um, really fix some significant digestive issues, had me sleeping better, and it really helped mitigate a lot of the menopause madness I was going through. So I have been following for a couple of years now the maintenance, and I mentioned now I'm going to do a new reset because I'm ready to, you know, trim off a little bit more weight and and make sure that I'm reset there. And then I'll go back into maintenance again. And it's beautiful. What I love is there's no yo-yoing. There's none of this nonsense of losing this much weight and then gaining tons back afterwards. So that to me is self-care, nourishing my body, nourishing it with um, good water and and how I breathe. So on that level. And then also um, I'll talk about movement, but right now that's the nourishment. So my mind, this was a big one. I don't know about you, but for years I had like the itty bitty shitty committee going on. I would think about something, either a conversation went sideways or I had messed up doing something and I would just run it around like this broken record in my brain. It was crazy, you know, it was crazy making really for myself until I learned a very simple technique, belief reparenting. And I use that on a regular basis. And it really helps flip the switch from what's draining in our lives, draining thought to empowering thought. So on a daily basis, I am using this just naturally. I don't even think about it anymore. And it naturally helps me be happier and more buoyant. So that's how I'm nourishing my mind. What are you doing for yours? And then spirit-wise, well, I've taken this energy medicine course and and spirit can be, you know, let's say there's a bit of a continuum. There can be the very practical side of things, which is what I'm doing. I do a series of uh, movements that help energize us, gets my body enlivened. I run my meridians, meaning I literally, I know the meridian paths of my body and I trace my hands on it as a way of imagining and coaxing my energies to be flowing. And I literally, I was surprised, I'll be honest, I was quite surprised at how empowering this was, how, how much better I feel when I do that. It's like people that love to do exercise um, in the traditional way, you notice on the days when you're not doing anything. So this is my way of moving my body, moving my energies. And in there, there's also a practice of how to enliven my radiant circuits. And we can do some general things like just put on a fun song and sing and dance to it. But um, so that's kind of the, what I say, the practical side of our energy, like we are physically, we have energy running. I mean, we wouldn't be able to take an ECG if we didn't have energy. We're just picking up the energy of the heart or an EEG, the energy of the mind. There's many different energies. Some of them we use in medicine now, and some of them we're not doing that quite yet. Just like a couple hundred years ago, somebody would have thought taking an ECG of the heart was woo-woo and witchcraft, but it's not. So 
anyway, that's my view on that. But at the other end, then we can get into the energies and more the spirit side of things in more of our spirituality. And so taking time to meditate is something that I do. And my way of meditating is a um, sound meditation. I work within, you know, I, I work with uh, sound uh, therapy and Tibetan bowls and crystal bowls. And I love to use my voice. And so I do a, uh, what we call sacred vowel toning. And that's what I find is, is very meditative for me. So those are my self-care practices, right? And, and I, I think it's really important that we all have something that works, whether you could be going to yoga, you could be walking out in nature. There's so many things, but I think what the most, the tool you use is less important than the intention. If you intentionally take a few minutes each day to fill your own cup so that you can give your from your overflow, then that absolutely is self-care. And a little plug again for the Fab Soul Circle members is that the first Tuesday of each month typically is our sensational self-care online meeting. And at that meeting, we come together, we brainstorm on self-care, we share whether or not we've been keeping up with it or we're falling behind, what do we need? And we fill each other up and then we do something that fills us up. We might do a meditation, we might learn about daily energy routine, We, I might do a sound bath for all of them. So if that's something that entices you, then I highly recommend that you check out what it's like to be one of our Fab Soul Circle members. Now, I have three more. Let's see if we can get through these all. Ooh, let's go on to movement because that's still part of self-care. But I just thought, let's let's put it in its own category. What do you do to move your body and keep it strong, especially at our age? I know that sounds like, when, you know, especially at every age. Let me just put that out there. It's not like you can be a couch potato in your 20s and 30s and suddenly in your 40s, 50s, 60s, let's get moving. You can do that, but it's not like they're going to be healthy. Like you need to move throughout your whole life. We seize up if we don't move. We need to be building muscle. We need to be building strength and we want to keep our our body strong. So what do you do for movement? Are you one of the people out there playing pickleball? Are you doing yoga? Are you just going for walks in nature? What is it that you do that helps keep your body moving? definitely have a plan for that. And if you're not doing anything, get doing it. That's just get doing it. No discussion. Make a commitment to yourself that you get movement every single day. All right. Number eight, books. I think it's really important to be a lifelong learner and reading or listening to audiobooks, whichever is more your modality or your your tendency. I like being read to. I love reading, but I also love being read to. So I do a lot of audiobooks. What books do you want to read? You know, like if you're part of our Facebook group, feel free to drop a message in there saying what you've recently read, what you plan on reading. Let's start a discussion. I think it's uh, wonderful. I know lots of women in our group love to read. And uh, that actually is one of our meetings with our Fab Soul Circle membership. Typically, it's the last or the fourth Tuesday of the month 
we have a book discussion. We don't assign a book. Everybody just comes on and says what they've been reading and we talk about it and we inspire each other. Sometimes we get into what's good movies, what's good shows, but it just stimulates conversation. I think it gives us a different worldview or it gives us an understanding of the past, depending on whether you're liking fictions or by or autobiographies, biographies, you know, what's your favorite genre? Have you been reading? And if not, can you commit to reading? So I'm going to give you one little tip that I learned a number of years ago. I was super, super busy when I was raising my three children and I was caring for my mom. She had some health issues and I wasn't reading. I went through this period of time that I was like, I never get through even one book a month. And I had someone challenge me and said, pick up a book. On average, there may be about 300 pages, some less, some more. They said, commit to reading 10 pages a day. No questions asked. Just like you commit to brushing your teeth every day. You're not going to slip up and not brush your teeth. And if it means you have to suddenly stop everything and sit down and read 10 pages, do it. I did it. I did this like over a decade ago. No, like about 20 years ago. And I started being able to get through books and enjoying these. And in fact, in addition to my fab book club, I have been part of a in-person live with the women in my community, a book club now coming on 24 years. So we're, no, actually, I think we're going into our 25th year. Super, super proud of that. You don't have a book club, consider joining ours or start one in your own neighborhood. And we are going to end question number 10. We're right on time here. Question number 10 is all about connection. What do you have in place that gives you connection with others? We know from many studies that are out there that our social connectedness, our meaningful relationships with other people beyond just our family, you know, or even beyond our closest friends, that social connectedness so that you feel like part of a greater community is a determinant on longevity. It's a determinant on our health and wellness. Loneliness and isolation are damaging to us, our health and our wellness and our mental health. So we can ward off a lot of illness and we can build mental health resiliency by being connected. So again, I want to give an invitation to all of you join, please join our Fab Soul Circle membership. I have priced it super simple. It is, if you buy the year membership, it's less than $20 a month. It's kind of priced like you might, you know, some movie streaming platform is priced. And, And it's set up just like that, where we offer up to four meetings per month online. So it doesn't matter where you are in the country or really where you are in the world you just, you log on to which ones uh, you're interested in and connect with friendly, warm, welcoming, like-minded women. And our focus is all about having connections, support, friendship, laughter. It's fun. That's all I can say is it's fun. If you have a wonderful connection uh, uh, network, then that is fantastic. Please cherish it and please nourish it. And at this point, I just want to wish all of you listening and even the ones that aren't listening, everyone in our fabulous community, I wish health, happiness, and prosperity for 2024. 
Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in today. But before you leave, I'm curious. What pearl of wisdom are you taking away from today's episode? I do hope it held some inspiration or information for you to live your best life. If you are not yet part of our sisterhood, I invite you to join our community by visiting our website, fabulousat50.com, and you'll receive a free copy of our ebook, Make Mind Fabulous, 21 Ways to Energize Your Life. It is packed with loads of tips and tricks. Plus, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review to let us know what you think. Remember, keep choosing fabulous. It's never too late to live the life you deserve. Catch you on the next episode.